turned around to see that message that we're live (laughs) (laughs) yes we uh we're live uh one of these days we're gonna figure out exactly when we're live (laughs) and be able to greet all of you at home at the right time um but uh thanks to everyone for tuning in we had a morning (laughs) yes uh greg took the red eye back so greg's a little tie tie Mm. um so bruce why don't you talk about what we're doing today Ah, oh, well, today we're gonna we're gonna try to have a show. Um, we're really gonna be breaking down some of these last shows that Goose played this past week and weekend. Um, lot to talk about there, a lot of new songs. So we're gonna dive into those a little bit, um, and we're gonna kick it off with some news and announcements as usual. So I think a big one that I just saw come through my email not that long ago was a free premiere of San Fran at 9 p.m. tonight, the first night. So um, check that out on YouTube if you haven't watched it or weren't weren't watching the streams this weekend. Um, another, another big news jam of the year, those brackets still, still going competition, still, fl- still riding along. So we just had the closest matchup yet of the year and jam of the year just ended today, right before noon. Um, the eight twenty two Fred tumble, barely edging out the five, three arrow from Frederick. That, that first show that kicked off the year with the horrendous <laughs> rain and tornado. Oh, the monsoon show. Yeah. Putting people in danger on the ground in puddles. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor could have just yeah. hit the wrong string and electrocuted ma- numerous fish. No, El Goose fans. Goose fans. Oh, my God. We're having a hard time today. <laughs> I'm going to give Bruce the torch. Um, so but that, that- Just by a percent, that one beat it out. I actually think yeah. I should have voted for the arrow. I voted for the tumble, but that was a pretty hard one. I just went with um, bias. I voted from both my personal Twitter account as well as the Great Beyond account, and I voted uh, oh, once for each song. Yeah, so providing a good healthy balance there. But actually, funny enough, um, I wasn't at either one of those shows. Um, did listen back to them, and they were both excellent, excellent jams. But uh, you know, I do my best to stay out of the rain. Um, but for sure, like, <laughs> make sure to, to join um, join in on Jam of the Year. Follow at Jive Goose on Twitter to vote in the daily yeah. matchups. Um, I mean, this has been going astronomically better than last year. I don't even want to say better, but just a lot more people participating um, this year because I guess a lot more people like this band called Goose. Um, Five hundred nineteen votes on this recent one, by the way. So it's quite a bit, and it's been keeping up with the relative average, I think, for most of these. Um, maybe, I don't yeah. know, maybe this was more contested, but, um, also be on the lookout. They're doing, um, an actual podcast to introduce each one of these matchups as well. Um, a little thing that they're calling 72.6 W Ted, very creative. W E D. So look for that on mix LR. There's posts on El Goose and there's posts on Twitter, uh, as well. So, so check that out also guys put a lot of work into this jam of the year thing. And it's, it's actually been a, a ton of fun to vote on. So even though my Rosewood heart lost last week. Um, but you know what? We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of shows to talk about. So week yeah. one of tour, leg one, five days, five shows. I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. But let's start with Arizona. Yeah, let's. 
Atlas to kick it off, which uh, is a fan favorite. It's one of my favorites as far as their covers go. Um, and everybody loved to see that back in the rotation. Uh, hopefully, hopefully a little more commonly. So um, going to be looking forward to seeing that again. Uh, it's been a long time since I caught one, I think. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, I mean, they had that thing they were doing this spring where they put Atlas on every set list. I think to kind of like, <laughs> to kind of like fake people out, you know, some people spotted it on a set list uh, on the stream, I believe. And so for like a run of like five or six shows, they just put Atlas at the top of every set list, um, which I think did kind of wreak havoc uh, in Fantasy Goose uh, with people just kind of looking for tips there. Um, but strong start, like really strong start to tour. Jive one butter rum, electric avenue. Which that electric avenue was was slapped. I I did um, not know. I don't know King Gizzard at all. They did those black hot soup teases, um, but I just was lit when I was listening. I was like, this is a this is a really good electric avenue. I know. Let's talk to some people online. Obviously, like, I, it, you know, it, it can it could be. I don't think hit or miss. I always love to hear it. It's usually at a good spot too, um, and it's a fun song, but. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, it's standard a lot of the times. And I think this Electric Avenue was definitely one of the better ones that they've played. Um, it was really cool. And then followed up by uh, SOS into Slow Ready. Bruce, you had some stimulating conversation in El Goose about oh, what oh, SOS yeah, really is. Back. It's coming back to me now. <laughs> is it I'm a little out SOS? Of it my, <laughs> I'm a little out of it for my second bout with a very popular illness recently. So, um, but yeah. So that was miserable. Um, <laughs> I think we could probably clear this up by just saying, like, you know, it's the same fucking song. Like, can we we know this, right? SOS and Dawn, same song. It's just one segment that they tracked out for an album, you know, because this is one of the things with these jam albums. SOS is a very long song altogether. You know, you want to reach more people or allow people more variation or how, when, how they want to listen to that album. You know, some people just love the jam sections. So now you've isolated the jams for jam fans that tend to always go to that part of a song. And then for people who want to listen to the whole song, you listen the whole thing through. That's why they slide right together. Or you can just listen to the song, the more sling songy portion, even though there are lyrics to some of those other portions as well. Um, so it was really more of a tactical thing, uh, but it has confused a lot of people. And I mean, I guess rightfully so, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Would you say the same rules apply for so ready and satellite in parentheses S Delta light? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I wish they didn't do this. They just shouldn't have done it. You know, just like literally, I don't know why, but, um, but yeah, I think the same would go for it. You just never hear them apart. Um, right. but you know, this, this does allow like some people were mentioning them to be able to split them up on set list too. And then just because they write it out, it's Dawn, you know, it's just another cue. Why would they put SOS part two or why would SOS jam? They named mm -hmm. a track already for it. So, um, right. But you know what? Overall, I think that's less important than the fact that they're just, you know, trying to actively vary things uh, in their set lists and catalogs and something people have been looking for. They had it written down on set list separated, but hadn't done it before. I don't believe so. Um, this was the first time. So, uh, yeah, cool. I mean, I think it would have been cooler if they started set two with it, but I don't write their set list. So. Sure. Sure. Well, we know we know the people to talk to, or at least we think we <laughs> did. Um, set two. We've got a debut. Oh, yeah. Dr. Dr. Darkness, which I can only imagine is Peter's nickname. I call him that all the time. As you can <laughs> see, half my face is dark um, as well. I'm just trying yes, to keep that. Yeah, oh, it's your nickname. Yeah, for sure. Um, really cool new Figuring song, Figuring out though. the positioning here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Darkness. Um, <laughs> new, it's a new, cool new track. 
Um, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about this, but obviously every set so far, set two is open with something new or um, a very, very old bust out, if you will. Uh, yeah. But Dr. Darkness, like super cool song. I think, you know, what, what I noticed is a theme in these set two openers um, is even though the stuff is new material, uh, they are really not keeping it in a box. You know, I think some songs right. take a really long time to develop. Um, and I don't know how much they've been practicing these songs, although I imagine with the way that they do work, um, they're probably relatively new additions that haven't had a ton of time to be workshopped in practice. Um, mm. So it's cool that they're just kind of out there sending it, you know, and, and seeing what um, what it's turning into. I think that reflects a whole lot of trust in one another. Yeah. And I mean, again, it's like, they, you know, these guys are are trying to do things their way and trying to satisfy fans. So, like, they know that people are looking for new music. Sounds like a lose-lose. <laughs> tell me about it trying to satisfy the fans is fairly tough but um uh unless you're a simp like me who just loves everything where's no my cat um but like uh, and you know i like dr darkness i i feel like i've liked all of these new songs i think they just they were it's a good idea coming out with sec to start the second set i think with these songs because just like mm -hmm. you said like they're just really starting to feel them out first time playing them live um you know, some of them are a little more vibey a little bit and not not like maybe the highest energy. So it's a perfect spot for that stuff. Um, and, then, and then they played them out, too. They played some pretty long versions of these new songs and, and, and really had some cool jams coming out of it. Like the next night, which we'll talk about. But um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing to see this new music. Good music. Good thing to see this variation in the set list. So a lot of good stuff to come um, for sure. Definitely. And that definitely. Was one. That was just night one. So, yeah. I mean, uh, in the words of um, Rick James, the darkness is spreading. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's fast forward though. Elizabeth um, heater, really, really strong. Elizabeth, um, our favorite yeah. kind of theme was yep. teased the bingo tour theme um, as well as mad world. Uh, if Elizabeth is sounding like that every day, you know, I want to hear Elizabeth every night. I mean, it's crazy I, I always, I've really always liked Elizabeth. I, you know, I feel like sometimes I see mixed feelings about it, which of course any song, but uh, I've always loved Elizabeth. One of my favorite Peter songs. It's really good. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, it typically, as, it typically plays well because just kind of puts them in a good pocket, dude. High energy and you right. know, it's yeah, just a fun song. So they have fun with it, and you know, we always get good things out of that. And then we had uh, Tumble, A Western Sun, and the controversial closing of SOS, in parentheses, Dawn. <laughs> um, really, really strong first show, followed by a Mustang Sally encore. Um, really, you know, nice to make this whole thing come full circle. You know, yeah. first time in Tempe play uh, Tempe, Tempe? I don't know, Tempe. I I uh, no, I have no idea. I just tried okay. to say it. Arizona. Okay, first time in Arizona, they played Mustang <laughs> Sally. Come back, play it again. Love it, love it, love it. We've heard a lot of good Mustang Sally's over the years, even back in the Vasudo days. We've heard a lot of Mustang Sally's over the years, <laughs> you can say that. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I love it, man. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, I think some people lamented that they played it again out there but it's just something that was special for the band some you know they try to make jokes they're not funny i'm much funnier that's why i'm here that's why you're here greg um now on osiris thank you osiris network yep <laughs> giving us a platform <laughs> to be hilarious i guess um 
<laughs> so um, I think we can let's move go on to San Diego. Yeah, yeah, let's get let's get let's get to San Diego immediately. Um, <laughs> Wales opener, uh, Earthling or Alien, not featuring Greg Knight, so definitely not as exciting. Let's not even talk about it. Into no, a smoke and mice canada. Um, yeah. So this is interesting because I see that this gets people thrown off all the time. The actual Portuguese spelling is mas, so M A S. This I mm. is actually not correct technically um, um i'm gonna have to disagree there look it up on the internet i have computers here but i'm not gonna bother just like joe rogan this is this is official <laughs> why not it's true. i don't speak portuguese but this is what i know no, i don't so. know about it that's right um well this will be on spotify later so it's gonna be true either way uh Man, i hope you don't yeah, I hope spotify <laughs> doesn't write us a letter <laughs> oh. sure they won't uh turn clouds <laughs> which i can guarantee is spelled correctly and in english Love a good turn clouds. You know, turnt. one thing about, about turn clouds, turnt clouds, is <laughs> I feel like it hasn't really found its conventional spot in set list construction. It's not a first set song. It's not a second set song. It's not an encore song, although we've heard it in each one of those places <sighs> in the past couple yeah. of years. Maybe um, it is I, an encore song, kind of. You know, I think, like, to me, that's kind of been the best spot, maybe, mm -hmm. so far. Although mm -hmm. I do kind of agree with you too. I haven't really thought about that, but it's true. It's, it just kind of, it floats around. I mean, they keep trying to move it around different spots. Mid, mid first set is an interesting spot for it. Um, Let us know in the chat. Let's know in the chat what you think. Where, where should these turnt clouds go? Lisa Governa says encore for sure. I think yeah, you're right on something, on. Lisa. Yeah, um, Lisa. Time to flee. It's had, it's had plenty of time to shine in first sets really since Texas. Um, yeah. loving yeah. what's happening with Flea, you know, the more and more Peter gets comfortable and expansive with his piano chords, Ryan Storm can probably tell us a little bit more about what he's doing on piano. Uh, right. but you know, I have no idea. Yeah. Yes. He's hitting, keys, um, the he's eye hitting eye. keys. It seems like right. he's growing, growing more fingers or something like that, but you know, time to flee keeps getting deeper and I love the direction it goes. Um, Bob Don quickly becoming like a high energy rock song, which you know, Bob Don's taking a little while to to take shape, and they jammed it yeah. out for a long time. I'd rather just see Richard, you know, kind of rip it up and, and and keep it moving. Those those they have some of those built in what I call like classic rock style jams in some mm -hmm. of these songs that they tend to always play standard like that because it does guys give Rick that one part to really like rip for four minutes or five minutes and then they and then they need to close out the song and that that is what happens with Bob Don quite a bit, but it's always. It's such a cool peak. So it's so gritty. Um, you know, it's really, I, I do love that. Uh, yeah. I do wish yeah. we'd get a longer one some point, you know, something that really goes out there um, and maybe gives the rest of the band more time to also get involved, but um, not yet. One of these days. Um, first set closer, really all we need to talk about that Madhavan. John has it marked as an epic super Ted jam, yes. <laughs> which yes. I was so the I watched is an adjective first, factory. <laughs> I I uh I watched this first set um and and uh I think it was maybe I forget what was streaming, maybe Kathy. Um mm, Kathy. shout out to Kathy shout Kirkies. out to Kathy Kirkie's 12 uh, absolute G. Yeah. Um so and streaming for all the people, so we appreciate that. The Madavan, I noticed at the time was very cool. Uh, I haven't listened back, uh, but yeah, that that was a heater. So I was glad to see that John agreed with me too at the time. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, and set two. I mean, we've got another new song, um, right. "Pancakes," originally by Great Blue. 
2015. That 2015. was released. Back when, Peter was, back when Peter was still in elementary school. Probably I know. Pancakes daily. I know. Um, I think people are critical sometimes of some of the lyrics and the, and the types of songs. Right. You know, I heard some stuff about this Pancakes song. I'm like, oh, shit, it's named Pancakes. Like, right. about McDonald's flapjacks or something like that. And I was sure. like, okay, great. So I listened. It's it wasn't more of a McGriddle. McGriddle, I think. Oh, McGriddle, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't that bad. Just like, just like a McGriddle, it's a little greasy. But, um, <laughs> yep. Yep. okay, back on the – but I liked it. You know, it was kind of spacey. I didn't I – didn't, I've only listened – to it once um you know and it had a cool jam that came out of it too oh like, yeah and they got it kind of got they had this neat beat going on with the drums and then like they got into a funky jam and then they kept that beat going through some synth stuff and and peter sounded great on it i mean it is a song um sure, sure. you know trevor sounded fantastic also but like i just thought it was a vibier um kind of a cooler song than i think some people were portraying online you know um sure. so I liked it. Uh, I definitely liked it. And it's cool to see a song from 2015 sounding like much more mature than that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, proceeded in All I Need. Another great standard All I Need. Um, Classic. Can I, can I be a bit of, a, of a, an El Goose commenter and maybe just, you know. It's Speak your life. Out of turn. If you want to um, throw away your life, you know, who's, go ahead. <laughs> um, please feel free to defend me after this, Bruce. I've heard a lot of all I need in my life. Dare I say I've had all I need for now? I mean, it's different, though, for us. It's hard. To, it's hard. It's, it's like, <laughs> of course, I think you and I and, and some of our friends are, are going to have some different preferences about what they're getting to hear in shows. I think it's important for people to remember and I know this has been going on for what seems like a little while now, but they haven't reached that many people. They still have tons of new fans at every single show. And just like with any kind of live performances from musicians in the past, people want to hear the hits. And I know you think like, oh, no, we don't. You know, we're all jaded jam band fans. You know, we want to get weird and esoteric and shit. But like a lot of people that are seeing them for the first time really want to see Tumble or Turn Clouds or All I Need or Madhavan, these you know, these hits that they do still play a lot while they're still developing the other parts of their catalog, getting a feel for how they want to put together shows. So like, you know, there's going to be some of this, what feels like repetition. And I mean, that's why they go ahead and try their hardest to vary things about that, about how, how they jam it out or, or not, or how they weave it into a set at a different spot or not, you know? So it's just, yeah, I think for me, all I need, <laughs> seen a ton of them too. And, and I could, you know, I could do with seeing less for a little while, but it's really an epic song. And sometimes, even though I might even hear the opening notes in a show and be like, oh, sometimes the jams are just like, oh, okay, no, that was fine. I'm fine with that, you know? Um, sure. So sure. I didn't get to listen to this whole second set. I did listen to Pancakes, but, um, you know, some all I needs are better than others as well. So sure, that's do? right. Well, all yeah. I need is more pancakes right now. Um, <laughs> me and my uncle follow up all I need. Super strong. We know they do it well. Um, and then a super dope Rosewood Moby. Mm. Always, mm. always a good combo. Uh, and closing it out with Drive. You know, I actually talked to some people on SF that were not happy with that Drive and, you know, where it was placed. I heard it was short um, also. Uh, so that could throw people off too. Drive is usually so long. Um, you know, whatever. They can't all be winners, you know. Sure. flap those jacks. Flap I just finally jacks. turned on the comments, dude. I was like, why is nobody chatting on <laughs> nine? 
but I don't know how to, I don't know what I'm doing, obviously. So um. Bruce um, also moonlights <laughs> as an IT professional, which is hilarious. Encore, Jive <laughs> 2. Oh, so no jam in the drive. They ripcorded it according to the, um, to the chat. So, uh, okay. They ripcorded it. Yeah. What All a right. shame. What a shame. What a shame. Um, we'll, Rick, we'll, dude. we'll, yeah, come on. Come on, Rick. Um, Jive 2, Jive Lee, Encore. I love Jive 2, Encore. Classic. I Classic. love, love, love a Jive 2 Encore. Um, I've probably heard as many Jive 2s as I have all I need, but I just like to complain as well. So let's um let's go to Join LA. <laughs> let's go to LA. LA, Hollywood. Tremendous Hollywood. vibe. Um, Hollywood is uh it was my first time at uh, a goose show in LA, as was many people's. The Fonda was a super cool venue. Um, great setup, massive outdoor little patio thing outside with a projection screen. Love that. Love outdoor yeah. patio things at shows. Oof. Yeah. It's um, good. Perfect timing. I flew out to, to LA right as the first snowflakes were hitting the ground in New York city, avoided oh, the yeah. nor'easter. Uh, and the final was incredible. Uh, honeybee opener. It was awesome to see coach out there hyping the crowd. Then immediately on rain stick. I actually really like this placement. Yeah, so do I. I really like Honeybee. Um, you know, I'm pretty soft. So, yeah. Uh, but so yeah, I love it. And uh, yeah, I love seeing Coach out there. At least it wasn't the ten foot rain stick this time. Yeah, uh, just a normal size. So that was clutch. Um, but yeah, good way to start. And and you know something about the, this whole Fonda show. The guys are trying some new things, and what I really liked is a lot of these set one songs are ones you classically see in set two. Arcadia. Travelers, um, creatures, yeah. you know, yeah. like so. It really was a high energy set one, and yeah. you know, yeah. LA, I think it got the rap as a you know, a city that people don't really move around and they're not that hype. Um, but people were really digging that first set, the energy was super high in the room. I was sweating up a storm, and mm. then we saw the debut of Born, yeah. Oh, I was. <laughs> I think I, I think I guessed it wrong as something else in the chat. I, f I forget what, um, but mm -hmm. I think some other people were guessing along with me. So they were wrong as well. Um, but yeah, it ended up being born. I just didn't think they were going to, I had a feeling like they weren't going to play this like live for a while, maybe, or, you mm -hmm. know, just, or very, very rarely still might be the case, but I, I always thought I could hear a place for this song in a live setting. And definitely, definitely. they stretched it out a little bit, I think. And like, you know, then like just just like we talked about on the last um, pod episode, like you know, there's a different vibe in a different atmosphere, a different sound in a theater. You know, and, like you're in the Fonda, this classic place. So I just, you know, they just they as long as they hit the right vibe with it, they have the right set, the place it in, they put it in the right spot. I thought it was very cool. I, I really liked it, enjoyed it a lot between that creatures and then the flow down at the end. So I think that was really well placed. Um, that was really smart of them because I do think it changed a bunch of minds on the stream. That was one I was watching. So definitely, um, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then flow down, close the set, boom, boom, bang, bang, all business. Uh, set to Atlas Dogs. Yeah, um, I like this song. I wonder, like, I haven't heard Redbird yet. Um, full disclosure, oh. that's the next night. But um, at the time, I liked this song. Re-listening to it, you know, yeah, I still like it. But it's it's maybe my I don't know. One of the new songs that I think just needs a little work or something. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a cooler song, faster rocker. I don't know if I'm, 
I'm the only one who feels that way about that. So, so, you know, let us know in the comments, but, um, but yeah, you know, again, putting it in front of the second set, everybody's excited just to hear the new song. Atlas Hogs does have a little bit of energy behind it. Cool, cool drum, cool drum and rhythm beat. Um, so yeah. Uh, I don't know your take from the live, from being there live. What did you, how did you feel about it? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was so busy chomping through the beginning of set two. Uh, oh, okay. You know, making connections in LA, Our man. usual. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Dude, uh, networking. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, networking aggressively in the middle of Seekers too. Aggressive too. Um, but I'm sure it was really good. Um, but made some great connections, guys. You just you just stay tuned out there. Um, Arrow into Kylie Minogue. Can't get you out of my head. Uh, so I actually, one of my good friends from college, Erica came out to the show. She had never seen Goose before, not even really ever seen a jam show. Happens to be a big Kylie Minogue fan. Um, Who is so, it? I don't yeah. trust you if you're not, yeah. so. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. so I had to, you know, I was like, yo, it's Kylie Minogue, yo! And she was like, I know, Greg, this is the one song I do know, yeah. <laughs> Can't get you out of my that's right. I don't know, dude. There's that's the it. That was it. That was it. Is the pinnacle. <laughs> uh, but they did it. L.A. was vibing. L.A. was 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 vibing. Um, yeah, as Chris Ramirez said in the chat, Peter's keys and can't get you out of my head. Uh, really, really dope. Just mm. cool and really set a soundscape. Um, yeah, the Kylie cover slaps. Um, and I oh, like how they, you know, they it. save it for like a sleek and sexy metropolis like New York City or L.A. They know what's up. Yeah, they, they know what's up. up. Yeah. Uh, back into Arrow to close it out. Energy was high. White lights loosened. I was chomping again. Yeah, it's fine. I expected you to be talking through most of the show. If I was there, I would have been probably listening and or talking as well. But yeah. I wasn't there, so I was actually able to listen to the show. And uh, the White Lights Loose Ends was good. I mean, I love Loose Ends. I always freak out when I start to hear it. And mm -hmm. um, the, the White Lights Loose Ends combo is, is you know, it's it's they're a pair now. Kind of like getting to be like Stafford and Cooper Cup a little bit. You know oh, what I mean? Nice one. Nice one. See, we allude uh -huh. to all kinds of stuff on the show. We're not, not a goose podcast. Yeah. Yeah. See, football. Um, so yeah, uh, but I really I always like that. And then 726 is is just I love this song a lot. It's yeah, that's a, it's a beautiful song. Favorites. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think people need to someone leaving the fund, I said getting a seven two six six encore was like being show of life. Um I will not I explain I, yeah, that I reference. Yeah, I won't explain right. the reference further. If you know, you know. Kind of right. Yeah, um, but right. then again, like there's a time and a place for a beautiful ballad. Yeah. So I guess it was a little slow for an encore. You know, it's just so different when you're listening from home to some extent because you're not. It's just not the same energy that you're working right. with. Even though I could feel the energy of some songs like the Madhavan, you know, I could feel the energy. White White Lights, Loose Ends, getting all pumped up for Loose Ends, you know. But it's like. It's different because it's like, okay, well, I'm going to be going to sleep. <laughs> so, exactly. 726 right. is great. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's a good way to land the plane. Uh, yeah. But not every encore can just be, you know, slapple time. So, um, no, I can't. No, I we'll, can't. we'll talk a little bit more encores because Regency, night one, um, to be excellent set list. I want to dig into this a little bit, this construction, uh, set list construction. Um, but Doc Brown, Brockdale, and the one two um, at the Regency. Really, really strong start. I never, um, yeah, I think at first I wasn't as confident in Doc Brown as an opener when they were playing to, um, to brand new crowds or you know, a place they didn't even want just because Doc Brown to me it took a little while for it to be fleshed out, you know, and really like have them hit their groove with it. But this, they, they came yeah. out firing. 
I've always had like a spot for Doc Brown. I always, I don't know. I just, I just really enjoy the song. I think it's just definitely, again, something that placement is a big, big, big part of, but yeah, yep. Doc Brown Rockdale is a great way to start. Um, and then a kind of a surprise sandwich with Yeti. And Doc, yeah. Slipping a Beatles song in between Yeti. Um, so that's cool. But the energy was, I mean, the energy was so, so high in there. Um, and uh, Kathleen, a couple of Kathleen's friends who had never seen Goose before, also not big, um, big jam or indie group people, depending on how mm. you, you uh, define them. Um, They're like, wow, we went from a rave to the Beatles, like, and back to a rave. And I, that was oh. the best way to put it. Um, Yeti was super high energy. Um, yeah. And then the old man's boat, like, I love the old man's boat. I love how the song takes a turn with the jam. And um, that one-two punch of Old Man's Bow into Dragonfly, it was, you know, gobble-gool. Yeah, that first time was T5 that they played it, or mm-hmm. that, that I maybe there's the first time I heard it, but uh, uh, I didn't like it at first, you know? And I don't know, I don't really know why, because now every subsequent time I've heard it or listened to it since then, I'm like, song You were, slapped, you were you pretty know? hyper at T5. <laughs> or the opposite. <laughs> um Anyway, yeah. we're not going to get into my mental state at terminal. <laughs> uh, and then Dragonfly. Let's move on to Dragonfly. Yes. Dragonfly. Um, awesome. Awesome. Love they the were, Ted tapes coming in. Any Ted tapes I'll take live. They were super patient. Super patient with it. Um, the jam mm-hmm. into Dragonfly was awesome. And um, just, a, just a really, 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 really strong first set. Um, set two, Redbird. Um, Bruce, you said you haven't heard Redbird yet. I really, that was probably my first or second favorite of the, of the new songs they debuted. Okay. Yeah. I okay. really, I enjoyed it. It was chill uh, enough, but again, these guys aren't holding back with these jams on set two. They're really, they can set two. They're really, really exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I like, you know, that I, that I really Definitely. like. Definitely. Uh, and then like in the number two spot, fifth of Beethoven, we need more fifth of Beethoven. It slaps so hard. And I, yeah. I just, I'm just glad to see it back, you know, happy for the people that got it in San Francisco. Um, it's such, it's such a fun song. No doubt about that. Um, yep. And yep. honestly, like that having a Rockdale and a fifth of Beethoven, uh, the old man's boat goes kind of dancey. Eddie goes t- kind of dancey. So that's a lot of high energy, fun, fun songs to step to do during yep. that show. So um, definitely looking like a good set list so far. And then a faster version of Echo. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, that, yeah. Nice. High octane echo of a rose. Really, that came in, that's coming to its own so fast. You know, for a song that they that they changed the arrangement of, it's really, I think this is probably where it'll stay. I didn't um, like it. I didn't like it in Austin. I can tell you that. I just I, really? not, I didn't like it, but I didn't really love it. And then when we got into mission and they crushed it. Oh yeah. There was one oh, one yeah. part in the jam too where where Getty was fucking with the red lights and and the ball and everything. It was like Oh, it was so good. So yep. that really changed a lot of my perspective on that. So I'm interested in listening back to this. Um, and then, yeah, this old C to follow up, uh, probably good because it was allowed me to stop sweating uh, for just a second <laughs> uh, before I, a rock and empress. You know, one thing that was pretty cool that Getty was doing was Getty was um, he's just been really good with playing with the lights in every single venue. If he can program anything he'll program anything so he was like turning the lights on like the house lights throughout the venue these big yeah. ornate chandeliers yeah. um the crowd was super into it you know a, a, a really really thick 
Trevor led jam for Empress. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I, I went live in El Goose for as long as I could until I had to throw my hands in the air. Uh, and that was a great way to close out second set. Doobie song. And I think this is this is a Doobie song encore. This is very similar to you know what we've been discussing in terms of how. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, just about encores. You know, I've never yeah. been a huge Doobie guy as an encore myself anyway. I'm, uh, I like blunts. Oh you yeah, know. in in terms of that, definitely. Although it's been years since I smoked a blunt. Now, um, again, I referenced <laughs> being soft earlier in the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I wouldn't have been personally uh, over the moon with a Doobie song encore per se after two sets after of after that after that show. You know, some sure. people though, I'm sure, like are are cool with getting that cool down a little bit, and and um, you know, but it's also it's Doobie song. I would. They could throw something in after that um, if they wanted. So right. maybe next time they could j- just try to slap something onto the end of that. Um, <laughs> Dubly, <laughs> Dubé, <laughs> Dubé, <laughs> Michael Dubé. So I, but I do think um, just like to to visit the chat really quick. Um, you know, Bruce Hardy, um, another Bruce up in here, up in here. Seven two six encore. Shout out to other Bruces. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Bruce community. Um, mm. He, Bruce Hardy. Prefers a 76 encore over a Doobie encore. I'd say I agree there. Oh, um, yeah, and also, yeah. um, Lucas Anderton um, said that there was a Redbird on a set list from a few years back, uh, according to Elgoose. So there, yeah. So I had thought that too. But one of the things with that Redbird was I didn't have good verification on that and didn't really know about this song. So even though it's in there, uh, it's just still something that we want to go confirm because even John has this as an original first time played. I'm wondering if maybe he just didn't have it in his notes that he checks back on. So we will definitely uh, look into that. Cause that was something I was thinking. I just wasn't going to mention it. Obviously I don't want people questioning my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, also in the chat, uh, Josh says he smokes blunts during Doobie songs. So it is possible. Wow. Um, I didn't know. That interesting. I didn't know you could do that. I yeah, didn't know some, you could do that. Yeah. Some of the mysteries of the world, you know, but um yeah, so we'll, so we'll check that out about Redbird because I think Neil's thinking that too. Um, Lisa Gamarna says we need Russo. <laughs> we have, tell me, tell me about it. Um, oh, there, there he is. is. There he is. Russo. Nah, it used, used to be Western, Western Sun. Sun. Maybe we need that Russo on next week. Confirmed last last night. Yeah, okay. we need Russo as a guest. One All right. Days. Um, we're, okay. We're gonna, cool. we're gonna sign Russo up. Let's move on to the last night of the run. Um, San Francisco night two, the Regency mm. Labyrinth set one opener, boom, boom, bang, bang. Love um, that. I love seeing that and then re-listening to it because that's tight. Yeah, good way to start, man. Yeah, incredible <laughs> way to start. And like Labyrinth and writing a novel, boom, boom, great boom. combo right there. The also vibes techs, were high. Tech issues, techies teching. Um, not to Rick's uh, liking. So. Ten techies teching. Yeah. So <laughs> and then what, Peter's like, "Oh, we're having stream issues. Not that any of you would care." <laughs> yeah, that was good. I did. Uh, I probably did cheer uh, yeah. there. But it, uh, yeah, bummer. You know, bummer about the sound. I know they have been uh, working to fix that. Um, unfortunately, I don't have an update on exactly what's happening, but hopefully, something will be done. I don't know. Dude, for, the, for the most part, I think the streams are good, and you yeah. can be nitpicky about any of the streaming sound. But um, I think they're I think they're pretty 
high quality nonetheless, you know, for what mm-hmm. you're getting. And like, you know, it's just, it's just hard. You got every different venue, every different small venue, all of this equipment and wiring and all kinds of things that could just happen. So um, I think they do pretty good job so far with, with getting that right most of the time. You know? Right. And, I, you know, there is such a massive chain of from Peter striking a chord, you know, where that sound runs to be able to get to your home. Um, I just really learned how the internet works one, but like there, cool. a, any, anything could go, go wrong along the way. And I think a lot of time, you know, venue, um, you know, venue internet may not be where it needs to be for a stream of that magnitude, but I'm glad it was fixed or semi fixed. Um, and I was even happier to be there for uh two blade. Yeah. <laughs> oh, two blade, Um really good. I like a little smooth tomb blue blue. Um it was a yeah. good pre- precursor to Wisteria Lane. Okay, so yeah Lithuania. This was stereo <laughs> was Litany. money. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely <laughs> Lithuania as yeah. well. Um yeah. no, it's it's slap. I that uh that angry kind of really gritty solo towards the end um, mm-hmm. from Rick. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then they kept spacing it out after he kind of was got moved away from that lick. And then I, so it was just, oh, everything about the end of that uh, wisteria basically from halfway on was just mm, really yeah. nice. I mean, that wisteria was, it, it got super dark. Um, there's still the ongoing conversation on Twitter about whether or not goose goes type two. Um, I thought that would put this to rest. I thought I had how is it just, it's just been put to rest for so long. Dude. Right. And it's I, just leaving the original structure of the song. I don't know why people put that much emphasis on how they leave it, you know, right. what they go do when they leave it. You know, as right. long as they're not within the original sound structure, I don't know what you're looking for. You and know? also, if all you have to do is be a type two gatekeeper, then like I just suggest you enjoy music differently. Um, but like, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Uh, I believe I addressed it in a rap verse but you can look back. Um, yeah. Maybe you did. Hmm. Maybe I did. Nobody listens yeah. to that anyway. Uh, me, and Julio, um, <laughs> <laughs> me and Julio. about it. We never down. talk about it on the podcast. So. Enough about me. <laughs> uh, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Andrew Getty. Fantastic yeah. whistle solo. He had a little fluttering on the whistle in that. So I see. Yeah. Mm. Yep. yep. It's, that's um, because he was just in France, you know, on, a, on this little vacation, yes. skiing in the Alps and whatever, eating croissants or whatever. Croissants. So he got a little the flutter. Got yeah, a he did work that flutter. But I, yeah. you know, I, I am a little. I'm disappointed. Um, the jam didn't go as deep as it did in Pelham. You know, where where Getty really, really drove the jam pretty that, deep. <laughs> And that was hilarious. I loved that. I mean, mm-hmm. that was Getty's birthday. Oh, it's Getty's um, birthday. You know, and letting him stay up there for the jam and letting him jam out a little bit with Rick was so funny. And yep. I, I, I yep. mean, I personally loved it. I was really happy for him. He was having a great time. Uh, right. He got a lot out of that he wanted out of that birthday show. And 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 we just had such a great time down there, too. Uh, but that was an excellent moment. You know, it's always great to see him up there for me and Julio. It's been a yep. while since they played that. You know? Um, the last one could have been Pelham. Maybe it really feels like it's been a while, but if anyone knows in the chat, you all seem to know a little bit more. You all seem to know a lot more than us. You guys should start a podcast. (laughs) You all should really start a podcast. Um, (laughs) set one closer. So ready. Awesome. Uh, Richard. Classic. Were active. Yeah. yeah very yeah. active hands there. Um, really looking alive. Very big Super. hands, long big, fingers. Big active hands. Looking alive. Very animated. Um, yeah. Really just 
grasping yeah, the crowd with those, yes, with those, yes. with those hands. Mm. Um, and then grasp me with those hands any day. You know what I'm saying? Listen to our, <laughs> listen to our <laughs> weekly episodes for Bruce, uh, describing this more, um, colorfully arise set to opener. Yes. I actually, I like, I like rise a lot. Yeah. 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 He sounded good on that. The drumming in that is, is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, um, you know, you can hear him. People had been asking a lot during, you know, the Arevalo run, whether the songs would make it to the Goose live catalog. And I'm really happy to see that they are. Um, yeah. You know, but for, is this for, the only one? This is the only one that debuted from Arevalo, I think. For now. For now, right? Yeah. You know, I don't know anything, yeah. but, you know. You know I know very little. Yeah. I just want to make a point to that because there's so many people that have been, you know, dying for new music. Yep. They've not yep. only now just played five new songs. Um, right. That are all pretty good. Um, all very likable. And um, they really changed a lot of people's minds, I think, with the live born as well. So here's all of these new songs and they still have a, a bunch of new songs that they debuted as a rebel O that could be available for the live catalog for Goose also. Right. So, I mean, um, actually, um, yeah, like I, I've Lisa and Neil in the chat are saying Dim Lights. Dim Lights was certainly my favorite of the new mm. tracks that Arevalo played. I very, very much look cool. forward to yeah. that appearing in the live catalog. But Bruce, you said five new songs. I mean, actually, technically, six, yeah, we have six. Yeah, if we include six. Born. Um, yeah. so let's see, like, let's see how this keeps going. This tour, like, do they have new songs for every set to opener for the rest of tour? I'd be I'd be pretty surprised. I mean, I, I'm thinking maybe it just lasts through this West Coast run. You know, I don't know because a lot of new now new places that they're head well they're headlining for the first time. I know Wonder Ballroom coming up. They play that. So it so yeah. I mean, but it's like yeah, first time headlining. Maybe they just come out with that West Coast. I don't know. You don't know. I know they have more in the back burner than people people think. I think and oh know, yeah, they're they're trying to get it out there in in a way that makes sense for them um so you will see but yep. i can't yep. can't argue with it the new songs have been fun to start off every second set so sure um sure i'd like it to keep going so arise uh followed up by elizabeth uh more of a standard elizabeth than the yeah. one we saw to, to open up tour but am i right in saying that elizabeth was the first repeat of tour um i mean i'm looking at these notes and i mean just on first glance Yes. It looks Again, like it. we're taking the Rogan approach, so it's true. Um, no, I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> first repeat. No, it looks like it. Yeah, first Unless repeat. Unless tumble, you got slow tumble, slow tumble, and fast tumble. That was tumble, tumble, tumble. Um, into the mist. That was a, that was a nice little slapperoo. Um, into the mist was good. Um, and I love, I love mist all of the time. So, you know, I saw Jeff adjusting the microphone. Um when Rick nodded at him during mist and I was right about rock the Casbah, which was an energy fest. Um, people were loving it, you know, super loud, got super loud in there, people dancing. Mm. Um, and then closing the set out with Elmeg. I mean, yeah. who could have asked for more? Wearing the, the fly lid here by rock yes. and relics. Um, yep. Just for that, I, I I haven't even listened to it, but I heard a lot of people very happy about it, and I heard it ripped. Um, they've they've now the few times they play Elmeg, they really come with it, yeah. really really hard. Bring bring some huge jams with it. Um, so 
it's good to hear. I, I, I can't wait to listen to it myself. Um, Dr. Bob, shout out to Dr. Bob. He put a video on uh, that he took on El Goose, if you guys want to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely later, I'm going to check that out on the on, on my stream. Yeah, and, shout uh, out to Dr. Bob. I actually met Dr. Bob for the first time uh, yesterday. Oh, did uh, you? We were yeah, nice. checking, out, checking out of the hotel, and he had just posted Elmax. So it was good, great, great to meet you, Dr. Bob. But, you know, I think, um, and one thing we'll talk about a little bit in, in just a moment, when uh, we talk more about my trip was like, we, we explored the redwoods by we, I mean, myself, my wife, uh, my buddy Jonathan um, in search of the perfect Elmeg tree. And uh, one thing about these West coast runs, you know, Rick specifically, all the guys, but Rick specifically really draws a lot of inspiration from nature, you know? And mm. um, I don't know. I don't know if this Elmeg tree exists, if it's a redwood, you know, if it's out somewhere um, near Mount Tam. Uh, but I do know that, you know, whenever the guys are on this side of the country, they need to get out and see Mount Shasta, see see the trees, see nature. Um, and I, I honestly wonder if if that kind of was what was speaking to them when they decided to play the song to end set two last night in San Fran. Well, that um, was blazed and um yeah the guys are very crunchy um we know the guys are very crunchy and heady um so i don't know what to say i guess i agree i guess i agree in in other words um it could uh, yeah it could be true i i had this like really eloquent picture of how i was going to describe that and it just did not come out the way i thought it would it's i Look, I love exploring trees as well. Um, you know, I'm big into mountains named Shasta also. Uh, also Rick's dog, Shasta. Rick Shout dog. out to Shasta. Um, but yeah, uh, I I agree. I agree. And I'm glad they played it again. It's it's like they they played Fifth out there. Um, they played Elmeg, uh, Labyrinth. They gave people all these new songs. They played a lot of hits. Um, and that They did play the scary. hits. Yeah, so I think they're giving people on the West Coast for these headlining tours, you know, what they what they needed to come with, you know, some big shows and gives people something special uh, to take with them because God knows when Goose will be back out there. We know there's some parts of the country they don't visit. <laughs> so yeah. at least well, yeah, they will be getting on the West Coast. So <laughs> they will be um, they will be back out west, at least for High Sierra Festival, which I Ooh, unfortunately yeah. don't think I can make it to, but um, you know, so many people were talking. Sierra this weekend. Just mm. I, I didn't realize I think just how significant uh High Sierra is for Northern Cal- Northern California. And uh so I think they're really gonna get back out there and make their impression felt. But these shows were really good. It was a, just a great way to lay groundwork um for what will be a big festival set. Yeah, um I'm I'm really trying to figure out a way to swing that because it just looks like a really epic festival. They got a really great lineup this year between Sweetwater and that high Sierra lineup. I was like, wow, dude, these are some really good festivals. High Sierra is a little tougher to get out to. Uh, I got some friends that are going though. So I'm going to try to make that happen. Um, But, but yeah, you know, um, I think that'll be cool. Sure enough, you know, no matter what I say, because most of it is suspect, but they're going to be out West again, you know, before you know it um, for Sure. sure. You know, they're building a lot of fans out there. So uh, expect to see them out there again. And that's what my expectation was. These shows were hard for me to swing. So I'm glad you could get out there and enjoy them. Um, but uh, hopefully next time around, you know, it's going to be a little bit easier. So uh, I'm looking forward to that too. <clears throat> yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about um, me, what I did while I was there. Um, okay. Besides my, my epic quest 
to find that yeah, tree. The epic quest might be my one. I'm that's most that's <laughs> that's one. Um, but uh, you know, one of the cool things I think just there's there's obviously so much history in in San Francisco in the Bay Area, and I think the significance in this community of music that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a lot of people who came out to see the band maybe for the first time for the second time. Um, but just to show that support and, uh, myself as a burgeoning young publicist for hire, um, got to have dinner with one of my, um, a huge source of inspiration in this new, you know, career for me. Um, and that was Dennis McNally, uh, who was, mm. the, you know, Grateful Dead historian, Grateful Dead's publicist and his wife, That's Susanna right. Millman. Um, Susanna was the Dead's photographer for years, Jerry's personal photographer. Um, so before the uh, second night of SF, we went to uh, out to dinner and Dennis was so kind as to share a whole bunch of stories, um, you know, from, from back with, in his time with the Dead, as well as to give me a bunch of pointers as I um, figure out how I'm going to write, um, how I'm going to write the Goose book in a few years. So um, what... Sh- what should I call the goose book in the chat? Please let me know because unfortunately the great beyond is taken. Yeah. I mean, we could just keep reusing it if we can't think of anything else, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, whatever. Yep. I'm glad Trevor played Wisteria in honor of the podcast moving to Osiris too. Uh, yeah. That was good. He forgot to mention it. Yeah. They didn't say it explicitly, but that was what he did. Um, maybe so I'll name the, that. maybe I'll name the, uh, I'll name the book pancakes. <laughs> well if you need an editor um it's one of my only skills so i'm here for you uh also uh, i wanted to you know we mentioned the jam of the year before uh and jive goose's account i know there's a bunch of guys behind the, the jam of the year uh so good work on all of that stuff uh but a lot of people go to jive goose for um you know some of these nerdier <laughs> twitter stats let me just say it like that um mm-hmm. and jive has this week uh listed as uh, LA, San Diego, San Fran one, San Fran two, and then Tempe. Uh, what are your thoughts from being out for at least most of those shows? Well, what might have been your your favorite? Um, so I can certainly see Jive's points in um in placing LA where where it was on his list as number one. That said. I was probably so busy chomping during LA that I can't make a conclusive call. Mm-hmm. Um, so Makes in that sense, sense um, you know, San Diego, I think could be my number one, okay. but number two, I would have to put SF night one up there. I mean, Doc Brown, Rockdale, Fifth of Beethoven, yeah. Empress, um, Trevor removing one layer of t-shirt, like really had, Oh yeah, that's right. You know, just got down to the yeah. beater. I, you know, really had a lot to offer there. Of course, I think my one kick in the shin would be the doobie encore. Um, right. Right. You know, but I can't rank them. I don't know. I can't even yeah. be the time of the year. You know, every gem never the best ranker so when it comes to stuff, but I do know with with feel sometimes how good a show might be. Um, yeah. You know, I didn't. I I only listened to about sixty percent. I'd say the music from this weekend last week. Um, from all these shows, but I have I have put a bit into listening. I did like LA a lot. I did think LA was a really great show, uh, mm-hmm. kind of from top to bottom. So I kind of I might agree with him on that. But um, either way, I think overall, 
a little bit of nitpicking stuff here and there, but the shows were really good. Um, right. And, you know, they kind of keep that going. They always play consistently good shows and, and they always deliver the goods, even if it's not, you know, somebody's ideal um, show. So uh, as long as they keep that going, they, they got a full steam ahead. Um, upcoming shows. We could talk we about got? Ben. Let me see. Um, yeah, well, yeah, Ben's the only show. Ben's like the only show in the next week or so that there are tickets left for. Um, so oh, if you want to see this band, go go to Ben. Yeah, Portland, two nights are sold out. Seattle sold out. Bozeman sold out. Um, so Ben, really get yourself some tickets. Um, and interestingly, yeah. you know, I, I I heard a lot of people this weekend talking about Portland. I think this low key could be one of the hottest shows of the tour. Um, yeah, those two Wonder Ballroom shows are looking mighty tempting right now. But I mean, we're we're looking at a well, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday run here with the Oregon shows, right? So Midtown tomorrow night, um, mm-hmm. Wonder Ballroom on Thursday and Friday, then Neptune Theater on Saturday. Okay, cool. And then they scoot over to Bozeman. Yeah, um, I know a bunch of people that are going out to Montana too. I think the Pine Creek runs just, <laughs> you know, changed some people's lives, I guess. And then they just want to get out to Montana now to see the band. Um, I've sure. heard great things about Bozeman too. I wish they had more than one night. You know, again, a lot of these winter shows out west I can't hit, but uh, multiple night run in, in in Montana in the future, I, I would definitely want to want to hit up because uh, it just sounds like a great town to see music in. Definitely, definitely, yeah. I mean, I mean, I I need to get to one of these Montana things. Uh, but you know what, Bruce? Well, we still have thirty people listening. Let's do a giveaway. Holy let's shit! Do a giveaway. Let's do a giveaway. Um, <laughs> let's Thank do a you, giveaway. Everybody. Something from the goose store online unfortunately we don't have any of the new uh merch quite yet that is all on the road with the guys so we can't do that this week we are going to give away a classic five logo tee in maroon i think it's maroon i don't know my wife says i'm colorblind um we're gonna give a, out a classic never heard of that five logo <laughs> tee uh the five logo tee is of course that uh beautiful maroon. multicolored five headed goose uh that classic shirt that you see everywhere i almost um, wore that to match the rock and relics hat because it's got this little rainbow shit going on and mm-hmm. a lot of color but i should mention because somebody else messaged me during the show is this shirt is a great shirt it's of a hedgehog named kimasabi eating a banana um so i just wanted to shout out my friend jess for getting that for me it overtook the goose um you know navy five design hey, Jess. Uh, light blue um, well, um, while yeah. we're talking t-shirts and before we lose our listeners, um, <laughs> oh, I have this microphone here. This is the second goose shirt ever made. Um, the G logo designed uh, by the green Will and Thresher. brown is tough to find. Too. Tough to find um, the green. Yeah. Yep. So designed by designed by Will Thresher, uh, who also wrote Shenanigans Nightclub, the movie, former manager of Vasudo. Um, yes. Second goose shirt ever made. The first one was in red and and blue, blue. Navy, yeah. Navy one. Um, yeah, I have and that Navy one. Blue yeah. has the original website, um, gooseband.us, that is no longer around. Anyway, we've gone too far on a tangent. We are giving no, away fashion. A- People listen for fashion, football, as well as music. You know, fashion, so that's- football, not a goose podcast. Yeah, duh. Obviously. So here's our. Here's our question this week. What is our email for our podcast? Greatbeyondpodcast at gmail.com. Greatbeyondpodcast. <laughs> Been a long weekend. So hard for y'all. Greatbeyondpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Classic five logo T. Up for grabs today 
First person to email will win. Today's trivia question is, what was the third song played at Guzman's One? I have the soundboard here in my iTunes. Third song played at Goosemiss One. Classic five logo T and Maroon on the line. I think I have an I think I have a guess. I'm well, not gonna guess. I'm not open for winning anything. You can um, email us at grapeyonpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, maybe. Oh, one thing I should say, um, we call that Will Thresher for the shirt uh, that Greg's wearing. He is the director and writer for Shenanigans Nightclub, the movie. There's also going to be a big thing about him in El Goose Time. Shout out to John. I see him in the chat. Um, you know, make sure to check that out. That's going to be coming out in a month. Um, so you'll see that out on tour that typically goes um, on the merch booth now. So you can just grab your free copy. Shout out to uh, Commander Q, Naveed Quarterman, um, for handling merch management for these guys on these live shows. And uh, yeah, make sure to check that out. Well, let's see. I'm checking the email here. Only a couple of guesses. Um, nobody is correct so far. Sorry, Ryan Storm. Oh, sorry, sorry, Consort. Um, oh, tough you know, I, guess, I guess what we'll do is we will we'll leave it open for sure. We'll leave it open. Um, and you'll have to tune into our next episode, Grape on Live, next week. We will let you know who won, unless we update it on socials. Um, oh, wait, Daniel Witte. Oh. Sh- you are a winner, but you sent this from your work email. <laughs> Merge giveaway, secure message. Um, <laughs> so, Daniel, Uh-oh. you got it. The song is It Burns Within. Daniel, oh, congratulations. Yeah, Five nice. logo T coming your way. Um, Daniel, feel free to send us your T-shirt size and your address, and we'll get that shipped out. We will not tell your boss that you emailed us from your work email. <laughs> um, Unless he listens we're getting popular on Osiris now. You don't know what he's That's doing. He right. might not be working either. He might be. He oh, might. Shoot. He might have been the first guy that guessed. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Dan, though. Dan's also one of the guys that helped put together the whole Jam of the Year bracket and stuff. So shout out to Dan. So yes, and it, it burns within. Um, I don't know if that soundboard exists anywhere online. Maybe if you dig pretty hard, you can find it. Um, maybe that'll be a giveaway when we we'll give away that soundboard. Um, Ryan Storm calls collusion. There's no collusion here, Ryan Storm. Um, I collude whenever I can, Ryan. So you're correct, um, but just not not now because I didn't need the shirt. I don't wear maroon. Um, yeah. <laughs> congrats, congrats, congrats to Daniel, and uh, thank you all for participating. I love the sportsmanship here. This you guys are way kinder to each other than El Goose. Uh, but Bruce, it's been about an hour, and I took the red eye back. I think we should wrap this up. Greg needs to nap. Oh, I think everybody else is tired of it too. Um, but thanks, for st- <laughs> thanks for sticking around. This is our first live episode. We're going to be doing this every Tuesday during tours, recapping these shows. We'll try to do better next time. Um, but yeah, you know, and, and stay tuned. We're going to have more giveaways coming up. Um, we got some stuff from this guy, Rock and Relics, to give away as well. So Greg's got some official stuff from the band. So um, stay tuned for our regular episodes every other Wednesday, and these coming on Tuesdays during tour. Um, and yeah, thanks for. Thanks for participating and supporting us and listening in and, you know, work sucks. So yeah, you might as well listen to us during, during lunch hour on Tuesdays. And with that, (laughs) (laughs) we will see you next week. We've also got uh, an official in-studio episode coming next Wednesday with uh, some special guests. So stay tuned for that, but uh, nap time for Greg and we'll see you guys next week. See everybody. Make sure to check out videos of animals eating. It's really inspiring. (laughs) Later. See ya. Down the pathway.
Osiris.